0: You're in tune to The Meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into The Meeting of the Inner Circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night, midnight to 3 a.m. For those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you for caring to be with me than any other place on the planet. And for those of you who are The Inner Circle, the ones who make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time. I am so grateful and so thankful and so prayerful that you are always inspired to go deeper, to reach higher, to stand in the light of the truth of the all that you are because that's what's needed in our now moment. There isn't anyone that has been gifted to the planet To do anything other than to self-realize, self-actualize, and be harmonized with the laws of existence, the will of existence, and the progression of who we are as a humanity of people beyond all lines of demarcation, the races, the sexism, the gender preferences, the sexuality, and all of that. We're in a now moment where our harmony with the whole of existence is the only real path of success and progression. The realization that we're not all living for the same thing is evident. There are those who really are not committed to living at all and they are immersed in doing all manners of things that undermine themselves at the cellular level that undermine themselves in terms of creating great disparity and disharmony within the truth of who they are as these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless endless infinite and eternal they are undermining themselves in terms of the height and the levity of frequency and vibration that they could think and create eight, goodness upon the planet and they're not even concerned. They're those who are marginalizing and anesthetizing, inebriating intoxicating themselves daily fiending for more of that which numbs them and dumbs them and has them on the path of adulteration which will most definitely end in death. And then there are others of us who are consciously caring to heal ourselves, who are knocking and seeking and asking for a solution and it may not necessarily be headed in the right direction, but the desire to be whole, the desire to be healed will be met with the truth that one has to really take responsibility for cleansing in order to facilitate the healing. And then there are those who feel as though they've already arrived, they've already made it, they understand exactly what they need to do, and they have taken their free will to be able and put themselves in a position where they feel justified in doing whatever the hell they want to do, damn anything and anybody that gets in the way. And then there are others of us who really care too. See us as a resurrected people, those who really want to see our children and our grandchildren and our great grandchildren being given every opportunity to walk in the light of the truth of who they truly are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of absolute and supreme intelligence. And for those of you who are listening and who continue to listen, I assume that you are part of that last group where you are striving with every fiber of your being. Towards your wholeness, towards walking in the integrity of your own awesomeness, to be in a place and space where your dynamic self expression is a blessing and a gift unto all, and you're in a mindset where it truly matters to you to be a gift and to be a blessing everywhere that you show up. The inner urge that we have in our desires. Help to fuel what it is we're considering, what it is we're thinking, what it is we're contemplating, what it is we're choosing. And the ultimate choice is in the integrity of how it is we're being. Under a system of capitalization, there's so much put on what we're doing. But we're not, in truth, human doers. We are, in truth, spirit beings having a human experience and to come to that degree of realization, revelation, clarification, epiphany, and consistent consciousness expansion in terms of the height and the depth of what it is to be human is a necessity. Because to really be is to be divine. Whatever shape, form, or fashion the intelligence of existence has gifted itself in expression. It's all divinity, and we're having to really take some time to get real about seeing, truly seeing the real of what actually is in the midst of all of the ugliness and the racism and the sexism and the homophobia and the bigotry and the violation and the Inebriation, the intoxication, and all of the capitalization that is in the truth, usurping the rights of other ones and all ones to have the fullness. Of their lives. And so developing that real I has to start with a conscious intention, a wholehearted desire for absolute truth. We were told to know the truth and the truth would make us free. The truth that we are dwelling in the reality of this absolute and supreme intelligence whose intelligence is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. It is filling all spaces. It's all pervasive. It's beating our hearts. It's breathing us. The love of it is the love of self. The love of it is the love and the respect for everyone else. The love that is a requisite for how we should go forward and being able to be qualified for continuance in existence upon the planet and beyond the planet. We're in a now moment of eternity where we have to decide whether we will consciously care to live in the life of the truth of the all that we actually are as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence or whether you will be co-conspirating complicit and complacent with your own cellular oppression marginalization suppression depression being stepped upon and whatnot, and being under the auspices of those who really should not have any authority in your life particularly as we have seen that they really don't have wisdom enough, light enough, love enough, care enough to really facilitate a conscious cultivation of the divinity of all being. Because this is so much more than just how much money. You understand? We know that money is a man-made thing. And we give thanks for the conceptualization of it. You understand? It's a great concept to have something that, that everybody could be in agree and in the exchange of it. But the issue is is that those ones who are generating money, undermining the wealth of the people and consciously manipulating through commercialization and psychological uh techniques to undermine a being's natural intelligence, to exalt a full effort in its living. You understand? So those ones who have become successful capitalists, investing in the meat industry, the dairy industry, the tobacco industry, the alcohol industry, the sugar industries, and all of the pesticides, herbicides, Larvicides and all of the chemicals that are now poisoning our tissues and the waters and whatnot, there is still leverage over that, but we have to come to a point and place where it really matters to us that we will stand in the light of the truth of the ones that we are as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence aligning with the absolute and supreme intelligence and knowing that there isn't anyone or any groups of one that can out. Think absolute and supreme intelligence, but you cannot function absolutely and supremely intelligently if you do not have the wellness and the wholeness of yourself and everybody else at heart. And so those ones who vie for election and selection as government or whatever, these ones should be in a place where they have already proven their success in exalting a full life urge, doing nothing to undermine themselves, being in a place and space where they can be trusted to be real vehicles and vessels of love and light and wisdom and truth and care and conscientiousness and compassion and mercy and all of that that allows them to truly be the vehicles and vessels of the love of God, the light of God, the truth of God, the peace of God, the poise of God, and the power of God, because that, is what really is needed in the establishment of this eternal order and the establishment of the eternal government on the planet. Because as we are seeing the governments of men, just mere men who have been delusional to think that their success can be meted out by them sharing their hunger and thirst and lust for the flesh of dead animals and the aborted fetuses of things and all of this alcohol and tobacco and sugar and the enslavement and the pedophilia and the sex trafficking and all of these things to think that oh well it doesn't matter the ends justify the means so the end is that you want to really be rich and wealthy but rich and wealthy comes already with life itself there is no greater richness and there is no greater wealth than the integrity of being a vehicle and vessel and uh personification and individuation of this absolute and supreme presence and intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. To think that wealth has something to do with what men make in all of the paper, whether it's the paper currency or the paper that is stock or the paper that is bonds or the paper that is checks and money orders. And you understand, it's like we're playing a game here. It's like Monopoly. But being in a place and space where you realize that life is really not a game, life is really a gift. Life is really the evidence of an absolute and supreme love. And the exaltation of an absolute and supremely divine mind and intelligence that has made all things possible By virtue of its presence and its intelligence, that is law and order. And in order to really understand what real peace is, you got to get into the order and the law that is facilitated in our now moment by consciously caring. To be cleared and cleansed and purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, and revivified so that you are restored and reconciled in the harmony of the truth of the one that you are is this point of the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence. And to know that you will never, ever have anything that is greater than who and what you already are but naked. And for these ones to put us in a place where we have no real love for ourselves. So we can get out and go protest about these ones and this ones and this ones and those ones. is too many ones who are being killed by those ones who are in such degrees of Insecurity and fear and degradation that they wear badges and guns and whatnot that, that they are delusional to think that their badges and their guns give them the freedom and the right to kill that which doesn't look like them or to feed off the flesh and the blood of other beings and whatnot that their brethren have killed and, and slaughtered and stored their flesh. Permeated with all kinds of preservatives, nitrates and nitrites and whatnot so that they could just eat from the carcasses that have been killed so many times ago The freezes are full of the corpses of dead beings. I'm just saying that is not God. And those ones who participate in this system of things cannot walk in the fullness of their authenticity as these points of the presence of God. And to realize that there is nothing but God and that there is no force and there are no beings that are equal to that intelligence that we refer to as God called Satan or Lucifer the devil. Those ones are just, it's just initiatives that are not rightly oriented in terms of the exaltation of a full life's urge and the love of the whole and promoting and facilitating wholeness and greatness and honor and truth and virtue of character and whatnot. These ones who are acting as if they are gods of the universe and whatnot, but they really are not the masterminds, they're the minimum minds. They're the ones who have oppressed and suppressed and depressed themselves to the degree to which they don't know what else to do because they can't have the light enough or wisdom enough to know what else they could do because that's where they're dwelling with themselves. Yeah, they dress up real nice. You understand, have manicured lawns and all of this, live in nice big gated communities and whatnot, but they're still imprisoned. And they're on a cellular and DNA lockdown so that they themselves are the real delusional ones, even though they lock these other ones up because they got schizophrenia and bipolarism and all of this mental illness. But I'm telling you, those who sign up to be police officers who feel entitled to be killing our children in the street, these ones are literally mentally disturbed people. You understand? So once that brother, once that brother was shot seven times, that one who shot him should have been taken away with straight and everything because he was mentally insane. But then all of those ones who watch this you understand? See, this is where it is now is that the good in the people has been so oppressed and suppressed that we don't feel the, the sense of entitlement to raise up against the insanity, to raise up against the insane Because they have guns and whatnot, Our power in God Is greater than all of them And if we took the time to get cleared And cleansed and purified, renewed, rebirth Regenerated, rejuvenated Revitalized and revivified We would command these elements And these people would literally Be removed from the planet We don't even have to draw blood The issue is Is that we don't know God We don't really know God because if you really understood and knew God, then the churches wouldn't have closed down behind this thing they call COVID. They say separation between church and state. No, the church is going to follow the government, and the government has founded itself on the violation, the annihilation, the subjugation, the the usurpation, the devastation of our indigenous families, our our aboriginal families, our African families, or whatnot. You're going to... Act as if they have authority over you when you are supposed to be under God. That you can't be in God and feed off the flesh of dead animals and the aborted fetuses of chickens and the pus and mucus of cows and all this artificially colored, artificially flavored, NutraSweet, Aspartame, white sugar, alcohol, tobacco, carbonated sodas and all of these things literally robbing you of the very life force of your being. So we could talk a good talk, we could know the scripts. Having gone to the theological cemeteries, seminaries, but never having been properly cultivated, inspired, to know how to truly live. To have an understanding and an understanding as to what the purpose in actually being on the planet really is. Where they have us in a place where our bodies are filled with the rot of carcasses, rotting pigs and cows and turkeys and chickens and whatnot. But we dress up real good, but now you understand that size one, and when we were teenagers, then gone up to a size 18 and 20, and we put on those choir robes and we sing real good. But the issue for us is the understanding that we are not protesting the genocide that this is the evidence of so you get out and you protest one and one killing here and here and here but you're not protesting the genocide of all of our mothers and grandmothers and aunties and fathers and whatnot that died from the cancer, the heart disease, the diabetes, the alcoholism and whatnot. because that's what the genocide is as long as everybody's happy killing themselves then y'all ain't got nothing to say, it's a problem So have the police killed more black men and black men killed more black men? Or black boys killed more black boys? Or women aborting their babies? Have the police killed more than what we've been doing to ourselves? Y'all figure that one out. We're in a now moment where we need to be very, very serious about our conscious care to be living and loving and honoring and exalting a full effort in our living. And as a result of all the diagnosis and the prognosis and the pharmaceutical use and the surgeries and all of this stuff, why would you continue to go to the Dr. Frankenstein's when they have already proven that they're not the facilitators of any healing? You understand? I'm just saying is that those ones who took what they call the Hippocratic Oath to do no harm are steeped in so much hypocrisy. You understand? So between the Hippocrates and the hypocrisy and whatnot, we just have more sickness, illness, disease, and death. And I'm just saying if the CDC, the whole... um, The World Health Organization, the IMF, and all of these MFs who try to put themselves in a position where they're exalting what they think is their entitlement to deter us from our actual rights and duties and obligations as the caretakers and the stewards of Mother Earth. But we can't do that really when we are destroying the integrity of ourselves and ourselves. So because we're in progression, and the progression of the harvest in terms of all of the seeds of sickness, illness, and disease that have been sown as a result of all of the meat, the dairy, the eggs, the chicken, the fish, the alcohol, tobacco, and all of the drugs and the pharmaceuticals and whatnot, there has to be a harvest of sickness, illness, and disease. It doesn't have anything to do with COVID. COVID is just their initiative towards coverting your conscious care to be in a place and space where you are exalting a full effort. See, if they were really concerned about how many people are succumbing to their pre-existing things, and then by the time you deal with all of this fear and all of this testing and whatnot to say, oh, well, you've been diagnosed with COVID. We're going to put you on quarantine. And on quarantine, you can have as much flesh in there with you. You can have as much alcohol. You can eat anything Continue to feed on all of this paste, all this flour, all this waffle, all this pancake, all this biscuit and whatnot. I'm just saying this genocide, Mm -hmm. suicide, homicide has been going on for quite a while. You've all been participating with it. Now you could get a chance to really clear yourself of your own violations. You're complaining about these ones who are violent and violating you, but you violate yourself. This is why you attract such devastation to yourself. And it's not that I don't have any real uh, sympathy or empathy or concern for the mothers and the fathers whose children and and ones and ones who are out there. But the bottom line is that when you feed your children hot dogs, hamburgers, lunch meats and uh, Hot Pockets and all this cheese and eggs and pizza and whatnot, I'm telling you, it is the parents who are the first initiators. Violence against their children. If you're really going to protest, then protest by no longer violating yourselves and yourself. If you're really going to protest, then stop supporting those ones whose generations now are the cops and the police and those ones who are in government who who just let these boys slide. You understand? If you're going to protest, then stop supporting the meat, dairy, egg, chicken, fish, alcohol, tobacco, and sugar industries and get yourself together and clean up. If you're going to protest, take the mask off and act like you've got some sense to be in a place and space where you will not disconnect yourself from the integrity of your breath, that you know that your breath is what is a necessity. Don't cost you nothing. The mask to inhibit your breath They're giving those away and you find them in the streets and the gloves and whatnot just creating more trash while you continue to eat the same old stuff and do the same old things and now participating, willingly participating with an agenda of genocide and depopulation, the escalation of more sickness, illness, and disease. So, no, there's an effort that we need to make now. Our protest has to be a full exaltation of a full life's urge. You're going to protest the stupidity? Then get into your light. That's the best protest you could possibly create. To be completely cleared, cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, revitalized, so that we are walking as a resurrected people. Everywhere that we are, life will celebrate us. Mother Earth will start growing food at our feet. You understand? I'm just saying, if you really want to have any leverage over the stupidity of these people, then you have to exalt a full effort in your living. We can no longer be complicit and complacent and feel entitled to undermine ourselves and ourselves the initiative of depopulation and genocide is facilitated through divisiveness divide and conquer and so who's sown the seeds to put us at odds with one another husband against wife father against son somebody said they come to set a sword and I'm saying no they've come to make sure that you are literally walking as dead people and the entire time that you're walking as a dead person you're supporting them financially how is it that y'all don't get that you say, oh, well, sister, you know, we supposed to be, if I don't eat meat, what am I going to eat? Fruit and vegetation. You were divinely designed and designed divinely to be a vehicle and vessel of absolute love, light, wisdom, and truth. The spirit of the living God dwelling as your absolute reality in that temple. And I know they're just not the things that you really hear people say. I mean, they might give lip service to it, but then after they give lip service to it and do the communion and whatnot and say, oh, here you go. Here's the, This is the blood of Christ. Drink this. And then eat this, this is the body of Christ and I'm saying no, we have to create the blood of Christ, the bloodstream that bears no violation of violated beings, no inebriants, no intoxicants no artificial colors and flavors and behavior modifying substances this is how the people are out here protesting while they are 100 and 200 pounds overweight they can protest. how are you going to protest anything and have any power when you have no self control no discipline in discipleship when you are under the forces of Satan, Lucifer and the devil your only protest has to be in the exaltation of who you are as this point of the presence of God and to be godly to be in a place where you have an understanding and an understanding of the right use of your faculties your life force, your energy, your will. Coming to a point and place where it's okay and you know it's okay to be highly ethical, uncompromising. To know of a surety that you ain't gonna just do any god dang thing for a freaking dollar. You know, work on behalf of those who have been destroying us, the alcohol industry. Well, sister, you know I gotta make a living. No, brother, you gotta live. There's a difference between making a living and living. And all of those who are making a living and dying, I don't care how much money you think you've already had and all of that, you have squandered your riches because you've been depleting yourself. There is no wealth that these people have ever manifested that did not come without the labor, the intelligence, the life force of great numbers, of melanin-dominated people. Whether it's the gold, the silver, the copper, the ores, the uranium, the cobalt, the coatin, the bauxite, it doesn't even matter. These people are still sucking off the breasts of black Africa. And we, who are part of the root, we didn't come up out the earth, we've come to the earth, and we are held in the infinity of possibilities. So let us begin to really see ourselves cleared, cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, and revivified. And I guaranteeing, guarantee you they could not possibly be killing our children in the streets and surviving there's no surviving it the waters are rising the fires are brewing burning the tsunamis the storms we're calling on more whatever it takes to have you fully awake bring it on You're in tune to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. to the meeting of the Inner Circle. And this is Adama thanking you again for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. And so it's essential for us to realize how to respond correctly and directly in our now moment. And for all of the generations and all of the years that we've been upon the planet, there's been one purpose for our being on the planet and that's to really master this realm. As spirit beings that are not just satisfied with being spirits in the body, but being light spirits, spirits of light, love, wisdom, truth, peace, poise, power, and potency. Our now moment is pregnant with our opportunities to really get it, to come to a point and place where we will no longer be complicit and complacent with our own oppression coming to a point and place where we realize that as long as we are divided within ourselves then you are going to be vulnerable there's absolute law that governs our being and the fulfillment of the law is love and it's not just about who you're loving just one here and one here and one here it's about understanding how to be in love, to realize that life itself is the gift of love from this absolute and supreme intelligence that is so loving, so generous with itself, that it has gifted itself to absolutely everything and everyone, everywhere. And our being mindful that we're here to master this realm of temporality, Corporality, materiality, that we're not here to be trapped in sensuality and sexuality and materiality and egotism and all of this other stuff that we see running rampant. So, love has to be instituted at the very cell of your being, the very fiber of your being, because there is nothing that you have. There is nothing that you're made from except from the love of this absolute and supreme intelligence that we refer to as God. Or the intelligence of existence or the creator of all or the most high or Allah, Jah, Yah, Yahweh, Yahwa. It doesn't matter what you really call it for what all of what we may call it is so far beyond anything that we could possibly fathom. But to be in a place and space where we're willing and respecting the gift that we each have been given. We don't have to fight anybody for it. We don't have to be competitive about it. Every one of us has been gifted with so much of this absolute and supreme intelligence that now is our time to exalt it. And under such degrees of cellular oppression that has been facilitated through the meat, dairy, eggs, chicken, fish, alcohol, tobacco, and sugar, then the greatest love that you can really muster within yourself is to consciously acknowledge the perfection of existence, that we don't have to maintain the sun's blaze or the world's spin, nor are we beating our own hearts and breathing ourselves. So coming to a point point in place where we realize that we're divinely designed and that there's a right way to truly facilitate optimum cellular functioning, and under a system of capitalization, every aspect of our lives has to be reflective of the responsibility that we have to be in love and to be able to exalt love, to know love, to walk in love, to be fulfilling the law that is love. This is how we have success over all the sickness, the illness, the disease, and all of that. That has come as a result of either not knowing the truth, ignoring the truth, not knowing the law, disobeying the law, disregarding, disrespecting. And so all of that is an action and activity that we can change by just what matters to you what really matters to you do you really want to be dying the rest of your life do you want to come to a point in place where you have to depend upon somebody to wipe your own behind for you that you can't get up and go to the bathroom you can't do anything for yourself and then you're influenced by those who really don't know how to facilitate the healing And so in our now moment, it's important for us to respect the fact that we have been given the capacity of thought to be able to think, to image, to imagine, to vision the faculties that we've been given when we activate all of them. Then there are no ones who could have power over us or do anything against us when we are no longer a detriment to ourselves and ourselves. And you've been listening, for those who've been listening to me consistently over time, you hear me say things consistently. I may say it a different way, but the theme is always the same. It's truly God's way or no way. God being the law of life, God being that which is the totality of all there is as existence itself, that which is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. That's what we are commonly referring to when we say God. But I'm really saying the intelligence of existence, the absolute and supreme and divine mind that has gifted itself, manifested itself, shaped itself in every form that we see and all of that that we could never truly see. And so the faculties that we've been given as co-creators in life, you understand? So we're on the same planet, but we're dwelling in different worlds based upon what we're thinking, what we're considering, how we're being, how we're feeling. And it's very difficult to really muster the kind of initiative and energy and visualization and whatnot when you don't feel well. It's hard to really be in the fullness of the gratitude and the thanksgiving when you are really wracked in pain. It's hard to really understand the power that forgiveness has if you are resolute in your feeling entitled to be unforgiving. It hurts nobody but you. I've had elder women come to me with various states of cancer and they would take the herbs and do what they needed to do with the cleansing, but they would not do the forgiving and they couldn't survive it because the healing that has to happen physically, it has to be facilitated through the healing mentally and spiritually. And so there are those who focus on the metaphysics and the spiritual truths and whatnot, but then they don't acknowledge the integrity that has to happen at the cellular level as a result of being divinely designed and designed divinely as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence, where intelligence is really permeating every atom and every cell of our being so that when we ignore that divine intelligence then we are creating such stress, excess waste, toxicity, chemical assault and poisoning at the cellular level. And so no matter how much you think you love You can't really be in the fullness of love when your cells are not being loved, when you are not loving yourselves enough to liberate them from the toxicity that has come as a result of how we have been fed and how we've been miseducated to feed. So let's really embrace what love really is. Love is the harmony of the truth of existence, and that truth is the divinity. Of existence and everybody, regardless of how toxic we may be, is divine first. The heart is beating, the blood is pumping. You understand, the lungs are expanding and taking in. And I'm just saying, is that everything that we're doing consistently over time is being done divinely without your conscious effort. And for those of us who really come to that place and space where we are consciously breathing and consciously thinking and consciously creating our lives, yeah, that's what it's about. But you can't really have the fullness of the, of the levity of thought or the highest thought or exalted thought where you have no desire towards it. See, anything that we are to accomplish, it's going to be best accomplished when there's an intention to accomplish it. So the need that there is for us to really embrace the reality that there is absolute and divine laws that govern our being, that have nothing to do with the games of agreement and the statutes of the governments of men. And there are ones and ones who live freely we do what we want to do, go where we want to go, we what we eat what is going to facilitate our greater good. You understand? So you can't be you can't be lawless and be in the law. Or your lawlessness is going to be the progression of the law in creating something that's detrimental. Because the law cannot be broken or violated without there being consequence. So that the love has to be a commitment to the law and the progression of it. And the progression of the law as it is manifested in our lives is activated through our word, what it is we're saying. So when you keep saying, I can't forgive and I can't do this and I ain't going to do that and I can't and I can't heal. I can't give up my meat. Girl, I can't give up my chicken. Uh Uh-uh, I ain't giving up my pig feet. Mm -mm, I ain't giving up. I say, well, you're about to give up your life. Okay, how's that for you? I'm telling you, most of the people that I've seen over the period are not happy to be dying. I'm telling you. But they got to get to a point. Of being so disregarding, so disrespectful that the body just begins to shut down. Uh-uh, we ain't working. You've been violating us, beating us up. You understand? No, let's get the heart to attack. When the heart attack, they got to stop. You understand? No. Then the anus is saying, no, let me just stop. Let me just close up. I'll close up. Everybody starts choking up. I'm just saying, we have to realize that we are fully intelligent. And your heart needs to be respected. Your lungs need to be respected. Your Every aspect of your being is divinely gifted to you and these people have you in a place where you feel as though you could just have them take out the appendix and take out the gallbladder and take out the tonsils and take out the uterus and take this and take that and then how you I guess they just stuff some paper or something some towels up in there so your organs don't just fall all about. <laughs> I don't know how they do that Ooh. We have to come to a point in place where we really respect ourselves because when you deal with them people, I'm telling you they're not telling you all you need to do is cleanse that you cannot eat the flesh of dead animals and digest it. it has to rot. That rot decay decomposition is the proliferation of organisms. You understand so the body has been divinely designed it is. The temple for the dwelling of the true spirits of the living gods and goddesses and under this bastardized system of capitalism following those who don't have love and regard and respect for the laws that govern life who've made it mandate that you eat that which is going to rot in your body so the body temple has been turned into a cemetery for decaying carcasses and this is where sickness is coming from this is why the police are so insecure and whatnot they you, you understand so how are you gonna have trained people to be able to be servants and then train them to be killers too just saying we have we have so much duality in our in our mind you understand there's only one presence that is beating our hearts and breathing us One absolute purpose in existence, in the expression of this absolute and supreme intelligence through the multiplicity of diversity and the uniqueness of every single thing. And then as a result of the violation charged upon the blood, through the consumption of meat, dairy, eggs, chicken, fish, flesh, flour, sugar, alcohol, tobacco, and artificially colored, artificially flavored, sweet Aspartame, and all of this, then you render the cells dysfunctional. You create and start holding the frustration, the anguish, the angst, the depression of these creatures. The etheric energy of that becomes merged with you. Somebody asked me, well, what about the vegetation? You know, you're killing the vegetables. I said, no, the vegetables are not dead. They're still alive. They're they're converting into blood, but you can't convert the flesh of a dead animal into real blood because you can't digest it. It doesn't liquefy. You can't convert it to water. We are 80% water. So we are literally masticating to liquefy because we're 80% water. So the nutrition has to come through the liquid conversion into blood. The spirit is charged upon the cells and, and intelligence is already there. So we should not be doing anything to block and obstruct the flow of our life force, the intelligence of our being the proper and divine functioning of our organs and our glands and the systems because the better we're functioning the more optimum functioning we are the better we can think and being able to think to meditate to contemplate to consider is how we come into the knowing it's not by just googling and yahooing and studying and getting degree by a system that never taught us how to honor ourselves It's coming to a point where we truly, within every fiber of our being, care to walk the face of this earth in the integrity of the divinity and the awesomeness with which and for which we were created, to glorify and honor the intelligence of existence, that which we refer to as God that which is so divinely designed absolutely everything and it's given us the power. We can kind of re sculpt it, you know, we can we can make it look nice over here and cut it over here. But the bottom line is that if the if the people, the engineers, the civil engineers, the architects and all of them, had they never been poisoned, we would have created societies that would be balanced with the earth. You understand? We can't create from a place of ignorance. And not have some repercussions. So there has to be. At the center. Of our being. A desire. And an inclination. To facilitate wholeness. Not just holiness. Wholeness. Because those are ones who are. Talking about being holy. Are not necessarily loving. You understand? So love is a frequency and a vibration of exaltation and joy. And you understand it alkalizes a system in and of itself. But you can't keep poisoning yourself and then think that you can just have some, you know, a short little visit towards in, in love and then just reverse all of the issues that have come as a result of ignoring the order and the gift of love that we were given by our divine design. And so one sister, she asked me, she said, so what are you saying? I have to be a vegan or a vegetarian? I said, no, what I'm saying is that we're divinely designed and designed divinely, and we were not designed to eat flesh. It is the consumption and the lust and the passion and desire for the flesh and the blood of a being that is the root of the wickedness. They say, oh, well, it's the love of money. No, it's the hunger and thirst and the love of killing. The ignoring of the divinity and the right of other ones to have the right to their lives. And as a result of the inebriation, intoxication, and the defilement of the blood, you are not able to really think the highest thoughts to be in a place and space where you are literally walking in harmony with the will of existence, giving the intelligence of existence full reign in your life. So when we think about what it is to be free, it's not just being free to do whatever you wanna do regardless of how it impacts and affects other ones. Because in reality, there is only one, one self, myself, yourself, himself, herself, itself, just self. We did not gift ourselves ourselves. We are the gift. And coming to a point and place where we truly care. You understand there, for all of the money that's being generated, there is such an impoverishment. An impoverishment of care and love and an honor and integrity and high ethic and morality that really are necessities. These virtues of character are necessities as to how we are able to function as societies in cooperation and collaboration all around the world. Every people on every continent have been gifted certain things. And then you have those ones who feel like they can go all over the planet Set brother against brother, and while these ones are fighting, arm them. Just create so much chaos and divisiveness. And then entangle those ones who are leadership or government to be in a place where, okay, we'll give you this if we can do this. All of the extraction all the silver and the gold and whatnot, and people thinking, oh, well, I need to have gold and silver and this and that. Everything belongs to the earth, first off. And then we're not even respecting the wealth of ourselves as those that the earth is hosting. When you have a people who undermine their mother, a people who kill their children, you have a people who are destined to be wiped out there's no way to be maintained and sustained when you have no regard and no respect for that which maintains and sustains you and so our now moment is calling us to care care to be whole care to do that and think the way that promotes wholeness and love because the harmony of truth is what real love actually is. And everything responds to love. That's how, that's how beautiful the frequency and the vibration of love is, so that when we take the time to get really cleared and cleansed and liberate ourselves so that the intelligence of our being can be completely free to function as intelligence does always in its own best interest, always in the best interest of the wholeness of everything and everybody because it is everything and everybody. And so it's not really complicated, but it does require consistent commitment and recommitment and care to be highly virtuous and integritous with the truth of self, the truth of of our being not just about what we're doing so, so many people are just patting themselves on the back for all of the things that they do or all of the things that they think that they've become accomplished in doing. but the reality for us is coming to a point in place where we are loving, loving, Loving ourselves, loving ourselves, loving everything and everybody to really realize that the earth is a paradise. She's not here for our exploitation. You understand, there's an inherent intelligence that is with the being that we call Mother Earth, Mother Nature. And she's going to try to right herself by every means necessary in the exaltation of a full life's urge. And so our responsibility to care to be able to respond correctly and directly in our now moment to have enough love where we will no longer support a death industry because we are literally immersed in death culture. From the movies where death has become entertainment, mystery, intrigue, Popular and Common Activity, Collective Learning and Education and the Path of Prosperity. It won't end well, but we can shift the whole frequency and energy, but it becomes so much easier when you are truly well oxygenated. Your cells are are being re-energized with each and every breath. Where you're well hydrated, where you are allowing the water to flush these toxins and stuff and bring the clay, the earth into your system so that you are bringing the behavior modifying chemicals out of your tissues. It's a daily activity in terms of what we need to do and what we do to make, to, to facilitate our feeling well. You understand it's hard to feel well if you if you never ever bathe and take care of yourself, your hygiene and whatnot. Everybody likes the feeling of being clean and fresh outside, but we're living in the body. Being clean and fresh on the inside allows for the reversal of any sickness, illness or disease at the cellular level. But being clean and fresh in terms of the mentality the new view, the real eye, truly seeing so that you can truly actualize stepping into the truth of the one that you are is this point of this absolute and supreme intelligence being immersed in the reality of its love, its gift, its peace, its poise, its power to realize that love is where we become rich. When you become rich and loving and forgiving and healing and exalting, the intelligence of your being, you become really powerful as well as healthy, wealthy, wise, whole. So we just have the opportunity to choose. We can continue to do all of the things that are creating all the sickness, illness, or disease and we could stop. And then those ones who are the beneficiaries or they're delusional to think that they're truly benefiting, nobody benefits in the degradation of the people because there is purpose in being and we're purposed here to truly master this realm our thoughts, our emotions the faculties that we've been given and to walk the face of this earth as embryonic gods and goddesses creating heaven on this planet this is Adana. I'll be forward in just a bit.